This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Live coast to coast on the BetQL network. This is BetQL Daily. Joe and Aaron on vacation. J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez in alongside myself, Chris Mack. Welcome back in. Take us with you inside your Odyssey app throughout the day. Top of the hour, we talked MVPs. Early look at baseball MVP futures yesterday and some win totals that we like or didn't like. Do a couple more today, and we'll focus on Cy Young in both the AL and NL as well. Plus, win totals, like I said, maybe an over, maybe an under. We'll cook it up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, And also, we start to look ahead to the Genesis, uh, which starts tomorrow in L.A. Jeff Feinberg going to join us from Odds Checker at the top of the third and final hour. In 20 minutes, we go off the board. Way off the board. Terrible (laughs) dates. Look, it's Valentine's Day. We hope it goes well for you. But just in case it's not going well for you and your prospects aren't wonderful, we'll make you feel a little bit better we'll sympathize empathize whatever it is we'll do our best to make you feel like we've been there and we've unfortunately done that before we've all had our low moments j-rod um the one the the story i'm gonna tell i still hold against a good friend to this day for the way it went down but we'll get to that and off the board in 20 minutes let's do uh day two of what will be six days of our NBA catch-up, right? We started with the Northwest Division yesterday, and I think we came to some interesting conclusions about teams that, well, they may be in a better spot to do more in the postseason than you would think, right? Young up-and-coming teams or on-the-verge teams like Minnesota, OKC, and, of course, Denver being in that division as well. Worth keeping an eye on. Today, we pivot to the Pacific Division, where if the season ended today, five teams would be involved in the postseason. You'd have three teams in the play-in, right? Uh, Sacramento is currently the eighth seed. Lakers are the ninth seed. Warriors, who are playing much more like the Warriors, are the tenth seed. I mentioned the Suns beating the Kings last night, uh, but a Bradley Beal injury that kept him out for the majority of the game. They're the fifth seed in the West right now. And then you have the Clippers, who are the third seed in the West. But, uh, you know, Went on a, a good run there in the back half of January, right? The Clippers, I, I want to say they had a five-game winning streak and at one point had won 9 of 10, 10 of 12. But they've also lost a couple recently that make you want, you know, like a loss to the Pelicans. Um, a win over the Pistons the other night that isn't necessarily the prettiest. It's a win, sure, but you beat the Pistons at home by six in the number 17. Um, They haven't covered in almost 10 days, the Clippers. I, I mean, I like the Clippers in the level of talent. And when Paul George, you know, has the ability to take over a game, it's still, it's still a team that can make a lot of noise. But I look at the Clippers and I see, 
I, I, I see a second tier Western conference team um, that may not jive with the way some people look at it, but they just, I don't see championship contender J rod. You know, and, and the thing is, Chris, that they have all the makings for it. In other words, they have a coach in Tyron Lue who won an NBA title. They mm-hmm. have uh, Kawhi Leonard who has two rings, including uh, an MVP. You know, in in those in those in those championships. You know, and they have James Harden who actually has been an incredible sort of playmaker, a facilitator for this team. Some would even say he is the reason why they have been playing so well. They've got a great right. bench. Russell Westbrook, you know, has has been has flourished coming off the bench. The only question is What's going to happen when you get to the playoff? The Clippers, you know, the Clippers are going to Clipper, right? You know, all those years with Doc Rivers not being able to get across the finish line and and, and make it, blowing huge leaves. And we know James Harden's resume in the postseason. They're, exactly. they're, they're scary. Uh, and to me, and I know it's a regular season game, one of 82, but when they had the Timberwolves in L.A. a couple of nights ago, if the Clippers had beaten the Wolves, the Clippers would have been the number one seed in the West. And Minnesota went to L.A. and hammered the Clippers by 21 points. And I think you don't want to get too into a random game in, you know, in February, but when the opportunity to, to really make a statement comes, the Clippers always seem to fall short. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have a home home court advantage. They're going to be a top four team. But you just got to wonder if they can get over the hump, despite the fact that there are people there on that or in that organization, the coach and their star player, who have gotten to the highest level. I'm not convinced either. Well, yeah, and I think, you know, you make a great point. Harden looks a little bit rejuvenated now uh, in L.A. And I, I, I just think, unfortunately – as much as you know, we've seen Kawhi do it before. It's been years now. Let's be honest. It's been four or five years since Kawhi's played at that level consistently. We've never really seen it on a consistent basis from Paul George, have we? Uh, injury issues have have kept that from happening. Um, you make a good point. Russell Westbrook has kind of found a, a niche there as well. But I think the problem is they're going to go as James Harden goes. James Harden's thirty four. James Harden it's hit his peak. Yeah, James Harden hit his peak three years ago, and is no longer the guy that can take over a series like he did against the Celtics in twenty one. Right, like he he's not that guy. He'll take over a game or two in a series, but that might not be enough when you get to the second round in the West. Um, and especially if you if if they were to stay in, let's say let's say they're sitting in the three spot, okay, and they. They catch a six seed that, that you know, let's say even say they, they get the top two and they catch a play-in team. Those play-in teams come in hot, right? A six seed team maybe right. comes in with a little bit of confidence because they avoided the play-in, depending on what the circumstances are. I just don't believe it's there for the Clippers beyond, say, the second round. I could see them somehow getting themselves to the conference finals, but that's it. That's the ceiling, I think, for the Clippers. The Suns, on the other hand, fifth seed right now. I think if Durant stays healthy, sky's the limit. Uh, Devin Booker started to look like himself again the last couple of weeks. Um, you've got the supporting cast around them. The the Beal injury is something to keep an eye on. We'll see if that you know if they just rest him during the All Star break and he's fine again once they get back to it. Um, but that's that's a team that I think has 
Western Conference Finals or bust. Like, if you don't get there, then you're once again questioning what has been built in the desert because they constantly change the alignment and and, and what the big-name players look like, and you always come back around and you go, okay, can can you finish? And I, I think they're capable of it. It's just a matter of, again, Durant staying healthy long enough for them to go deep into the playoffs. Well, arguably, this is the best big three that's out there, right? Mm-hmm. Durant, Booker, and Beal. The problem yep. is getting them out there. Um, the thing, the value, we're always looking, when we're, when we're making bets, we're always looking for value. And the one that jumps out at me, Chris, is that the Suns are 18 to 1 to win the division. Listen, they're mm-hmm. four games behind the Clippers. If you think the Clippers are going to run out of gas, now, will they run out of gas? when they get to the playoffs or will they run out of gas to the finish line? I love the Suns at 18 to one to win the division. They can make up four games in the second half. We know that's when things get started. You know, Phoenix right now is the fifth seed. They're battling the Pelicans for the sixth seed. They're four games behind Denver and the Clippers for that two, for that three, four seed. But I tell you what, if all of a sudden the Clippers start to fade a little bit, Maybe the injuries come up. Maybe, you know, the the real Harden, maybe Westbrook, all those things start to happen. This is the most talented team in Phoenix. They can get it together health-wise. 18-1 to right now to win the division. I'm jumping on that. Yeah, 750 to win the West is a number that's interesting, too. um, Because, again, the Western Conference, we talked about the the young up-and-coming teams in, in Minnesota and OKC. Yesterday, and of course, Denver, as long as Jokic is healthy and Jamal Murray is able to get out there every single night in the playoffs, that that I think is the division more likely where the Western Conference champ comes from. But it takes one slip up by Denver, you know, an early unexpected exit to open things up for one of these Pacific Division teams in particular, I think, especially a Sacramento team that feels like this has got to be the year where they take the next step, right? Eight seed in the West right now, but Sabonis is playing spectacular basketball. He's a double-double a night, occasionally sprinkles in a triple-double like he did last night in dominant fashion, even a loss. Um, that's the question, though. Like, I think last night is a blueprint of what happens to Sacramento yeah. once they get to the playoffs, right? Outstanding individual performance by Sabonis, but they go up against a more experienced team. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, they're they're kind of like 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 a a very good LA Angels, right? Trout hits two home runs, Otani goes four for four, and they lose six to three. You know, that's kind of what the Kings have been doing it this year. The 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 glaring weakness of why the Kings are in the position they are is that they give up more points than they score. You know, it, it, it's shocking that they're even in playoff contention at this point, uh, sitting as a playing team. They ha- they just can't stop other teams on defense. And I think eventually what will happen, you know, when they run into a team that can clamp down on their offense and then not being able to stop anybody, that smells like a first-round exit. Shoot, it could even smell like a, a playing game exit uh, for Mike Brown, who did such a great job bringing back a winning culture in Sacramento back to the cowbell days. You know, I love what Mike Brown has done, but they need some help, man. Defensively, they are terrible, and they're not going to get anywhere until they can fix that. All right, let's get to the last two teams in the Pacific, which ironically enough are the two most compelling teams in the Pacific. Lakers are the nine seed right now. Warriors are the 10 seed. We just got done talking about the apparent call the Warriors made to the Lakers right at the deadline to inquire about LeBron. What that means for LeBron's future, I think, is a different story for what it means for both teams down the stretch. I think it's telling that the Warriors, even at this point, and look, a month, month and a half ago, a lot of a lot of us are leaving the Warriors for dead by the side of the road, right? They they, they were dealing with uh, the Draymond suspension and weren't looking particularly good while they were dealing with it. Clay Thompson going through his struggles, but and this point has been brought up by Draymond himself. You know, Kaminga gets a chance to play more minutes with Draymond out. He finds his game. He's he's going to be key to this team doing something down the stretch. They It feels like they finally started to fold in the youth that they were unable to fold in a couple of years ago. And the Lakers, on the other hand, don't even know if they want youth to fold in. The guys that they have that they're trying to provide minutes to are they the guys that should be getting those minutes or are they going to just live and die by LeBron and AD? The Warriors, they feel like the team with the arrow pointed up, while the Lakers, I know they've won seven of their last 10, are the team with the arrow pointing down. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think in terms of the Lakers, you can never, you know, LeBron is such an X factor that that it's hard to to say, all right, you know, you can't count anything that that any team that he's on is out. But even when the season started, we all looked at the way that this or the the Lakers were built. They didn't address any of the problems. I mean, they they, nothing helped. They didn't get any better. You know, Gabe Vincent that was their big free agent. He's been, you know. He's been hurt. Nothing's happened. We we knew Austin Reeves were gonna, was going to regress just because he he played at such a high level. He got his bag and good for him. But he's regressed a little bit. You know, 
AD, Mr. Glass. So again, it's all on LeBron. And in terms of the Warriors, remember, Steve Kerr is a Popovich disciple. And what is what is Pop known for? He didn't like kids. He goes with his vets. Yeah. So kicking and screaming it took, literally, for him to play Kaminga and play the kids. And finally, they're starting to show the roots of it. And I get that. That's Kerr being a Pop guy. Um, I, I think the Warriors... They're not going to win. I mean, the odds, 150 to 1 to win the division. You know, yeah, that's, that'd be kind of fun. You're more of an ATM if you make that kind of bet. 66 to 1 to win the title, 35 to win the West. They're not going to do that, but they are going to be a problem. They could really derail some things. Curry's free. I think more than anything, it's Curry's shooting percentage. It's gone down. For a guy who, who makes his living like that, that's to me even more uh, of sort of alarming than, than Clay's play. But I think the Warriors are trending up, like you said, and they are going to be a problem. They could be dangerous. Wouldn't be surprised if they made a deep run just because I think they're finding themselves and they have that championship pedigree. As for the Lakers, we're going to find out a lot about them coming out of the break, right? They go to Golden State, first game out of the break. Um, then they come home next night to face the Spurs. Okay, you should win that game. If you're a playoff contender, I don't care how well Wemby plays, the Spurs come to town, you should win. Um, And then two nights later, they're in Phoenix uh, for one of the worst teams in the league on the road, at least one of the worst teams in playoff discussions on the road. The Lakers having to go to San Francisco and Phoenix twice in four days right out of the break. We are going to find out a lot about them. And the fact that they are 40 to 1 to win the title right now, which is the same number as your Heat, J Rod, come on. What are we doing, people? What are we doing? Who's still making that bet? Fans. Somebody's going to pay for who actually wins it, and that's those, those 40 to 1 bets. <laughs> Good call. It's Valentine's Day, and we appreciate you. We love you for joining us here on BetQL Daily today. And maybe it's not the perfect Valentine's Day for you. So coming up next, we do our best to, to sympathize, to empathize. Our worst date stories. Valentine's Day can be bad for some of us. It's been bad for some of us. We tell you about it next as we go off the board. <laughs> 